Blog Talk Radio. Somebody out there got a dream. Show. We are back after a few weeks off here on a historic night, a, uh, election, presidential election night. I am your host, Brian Green, calling out of Maryland. And I'm Brian Johnson calling out of the non-swing state of Michigan. What's going on, man? <laughs> What's up, man? How are you? You, you, man, you sound nervous a, already, Brian. What's uh, going on, I'm man? about to say, I'm a, I'm a ball of nerves, man. You know, it, it was funny when you came up with this idea of doing a live election show. I told you, I said, <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to pull myself together, man. So <laughs> I'm taking well for the team. I'm hoping that people are praying for me or really my <laughs> president Obama. You could say say save the prayers for me in terms of, of um, keeping it together for this show because Barry Obama needs the votes, man. Need, needs the votes, needs the prayers. But it's it's great, man. It's great. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Uh, excited and as you same as you, uh, anxious about this evening. It's just uh, you know it's always once the results start coming in, you're sitting there, you expect to see. Uh, you would like to see um, Obama won in every state. <laughs> you got to sit here and watch, um, you know, Romney win states and, and hope that, okay, eventually it's going to get to where it needs to be. Uh, but, yeah, man, I'm, I'm with you, man. I, um, I, I'm i more um, anxious this year than I was, you know, in 2008 when I first voted for uh, Obama. So, uh, you know, you know I, I'm excited, though, that we're on the air. I know in 2008, um we weren't on the Ryan and Brian show, but I actually did a show. I was filling up someone else on another show on uh, the inauguration. So I'm glad that you and I are here with this election, man. And that's why I love doing media is being a part of it. Man. We can be a voice and hopefully give a uh, platform for people to discuss uh, some things and really uh, experience it with us tonight, man. Right. Yeah, definitely. So, <clears throat> definitely. It's history, man. And we, we got some more history. I uh, know that you mentioned uh, that in 2008, we weren't even around. November is like the two-year anniversary of the show, man. It's coming come right. around pretty quick. It's it's pretty crazy, but man, this is this is the month that we started. I, I don't even remember the exact date. <laughs> I'm terrible with yeah. that, but I do remember we, <laughs> we had a a, a uh, what was it once a month format back in uh month, back right. in November, and uh, and that's where it got started, man. So so uh, I I think it was later in the month. You know, I'll say happy anniversary month. But um, but I'm sure that we'll do some really fun things as we do every year uh, to commemorate our our uh, our one year anniversary. So you know we got a lot of things we're gonna. Uh, cause, I mean, you look at it, it's so wild that yeah, we did start uh, one year I mean, when we started two years ago. It was one show a month. Uh, then we went to two a month, and now it's on weekly shows. And I mean, I mean, we look back at last year we celebrated our uh, uh, one year anniversary. Well, we were uh, interviewing Issa Rae. So, right. So what she's done uh, in the last year, uh, you know, we gave her that R&B bump. 
as they like to say, in politics. <laughs> you know, and, uh, so I was just excited that we had uh, Nori Victoria on our show, and now she's uh, starring on the Risky Smiley show. Hey, hey, hey! Look, look! Our our time is coming, and, and I think mm-hmm. the problem, man, is that man law will not allow us to bump each other. So maybe you know that that's that's the bump. <laughs> that's the bump we need. But if that's the bump we gotta wait for, I don't think we're gonna be blowing up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we just had to take our time, slow and steady in the way. <laughs> Yeah, man. So, you know, so let's give out the number, man. 646-652-2647. 646-652-2647. We're doing something special tonight. Uh, we we got the thread going in the Ryan and Brian show group. Uh, but tonight also is going to be the uh, election show uh, that we're going to do. So we have people calling and listening. Uh, we're just going to be going to lines. We want you to know, call in with your thoughts. Uh, you know, anything you really want to say on on this night, and kind of even tell us about your experiences today. If you had a uh, good experience at the polls, or a bad experience, or whatever, uh, just call in and share with us. And uh, we're gonna uh, stay on. We, we 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 our plan is to stay on until we hear the results. Uh, however, we only have a two hour uh, limit with with blog talk radio. So I would love to know to win about ten o'clock. That would be awesome. And yeah, make all of us sleep a little easier, <laughs> especially especially if it was Obama. But you know, it really gets me to thinking. You know, we as as we you know we know who we want to win. But what do you think? Um, what do you think's gonna happen? I mean, not who's gonna win, but you know, assuming that that uh, Barack Obama or Mitt Romney uh, become president, what do you think the first thing that they should do uh, should be? You mean once they're in office? You mean that yeah, once they're, once they're in office, yeah. Oh, oh man! We, <laughs> I, I haven't even considered the thought of what the first thing that Romney should do. I want to see office. But resign, maybe. Right, resign might be the best option. <laughs> um, but uh, you got to call me up, God. But that one. But what first thing Obama should do when he's in office? Um, he, he should, I think this should be some kind of. Um, bigger reform and rules on these uh, states on how they run these elections because uh, I, I mean, I'm watching MSNBC as we, as we go through the show, uh, but you talk about a democracy and you talk about uh, the, the, the cornerstone of a democracy, it's, it's the vote. And, you know, uh, we have so many states that are doing different things to suppress the vote, to uh, take away the vote and just make it more difficult for people to vote. Instead of playing the game fairly by putting up the, the you know better candidates, they rather just try to rig the game. Um, I think that should be you know outside of what he's already doing and what's already on the plate. I think really this is time to start to look at this. You know, we've been dealing with this since 2000 that we've seen it publicly, and, and it's 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 the point now where okay, Florida, how can we be 12 years later and you guys are still the ones with the issues? Or Ohio, how can you be the ones that we're still dealing with every year? It's the same states, so. I think that's a big deal that eventually, you know, it's going to be looked at and dealt with seriously because we can't keep going through this. You know, not that we can't even trust them, but I think the American people are in a position now where if your candidate doesn't win and they should have won, you know, you, you, now you're at the point where you don't trust the vote now and, and you can't have a democracy. I like that. So, so what about you, man? Something that you had on the line you want to uh, no, I mean, rock <laughs> Look, look uh, you know, I, I think, I think, um, 
you you bring up a great point about about the the whole election piece, but um, but I I think in, there's a couple matters that that really uh, even press me more than that. Um, one is definitely you know if we're if we're going to kind of get this economy back and we we're trying to look at at four more years um, or four years of uh, more accomplishments and more more bipartisan and I, I, I even hesitate to even use that term because it, it it's really irritates me at this point but you know more more uh, more bipartisan approaches to some of these problems I think that you know Obama really needs to uh, mobilize his base again I think back in 08 we really missed an opportunity to um, to to Follow Obama's call that he gave when he when he accepted the the presidency uh, on that on the night that that he won. You know he he called us all to action. You know he said that we all needed to um, we it, that the fight didn't stop there. And then you know he went into going to fighting for universal health care and and next thing you know it's like he was out there fighting by himself. And I, I feel like you know for me personally, and I take personal responsibility, um, but I also think that that you know more of his surrogates, more senators and congressmen need to take his message, which I think is a potent message at this point, and it's a potent plan, and take it to, to the masses, whether it's town hall meetings or whatever. But, you know, I think that he, he, he should take advantage of this infrastructure that he's built with these campaign offices and the, and and, uh, and actually mobilize those to be uh, to put more pressure on the Republican Congress to really start uh, acting in the best interest of the country uh, since, since, you know, um, uh, making him a one-term president would have been a failure. So that's the first thing. The second thing I think is they really would—they really need to examine these campaign finance uh, laws. <laughs> I mean, this has been absolutely mm-hmm. ridiculous. After Citizens United, that uh, that these corporations can give unlimited um, unlimited campaign contributions to these super PACs, and you got people doing everything from buying advertising to paying people to go and knock on doors. It's like it circumvents the whole political process. And I, and I think that, you know, if it's not, if, you know, if, if we don't take away the the ability for uh, for corporations to give unlimited money to super PACs, they should at least be forced to, to, um, to uh, be transparent with who who the, the specific donors are, but something needs to be done because I think that you know mm-hmm. it it shouts out the 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 little man when you when you have the, these types of laws that are on the books. So that would be two. That's a long way to to get around it, but that those would be the two areas that I think you know he should really focus on. Yeah, you know, you mentioned campaign reform, and um, it, I didn't mention that because. The way I look at that, you know, it can't be done day one. But one of the things that um, the next president will probably have the the opportunity to replace three Supreme Court candidate, uh, justices, uh-huh. and, and if uh, Barack Obama is able to do that, uh, you know, that could within the next four years we can see a change in that whole campaign. Uh, uh, the, the way corporations are seen as as persons now, and, and I think that could be one of the ways to change all. Of them. Um, you know, to to take it once it goes back to the Supreme Court and say, hey, you guys really uh, need to look at this uh, differently now, and, and and now you have a different court to to really uh, change that back because I think that's like you said, people, it's all about money right now and buying the election because you have a corporation that is now a person <laughs> and can give they want to give to campaigns. It, again, it's not about the people anymore, and that's what um, again we talking about the basic the cornerstone. Of what the democracy is supposed to be, 
Uh, so I, I agree with you on that campaign reform man. Yeah, so, again, 646-652-2647, 646-652-2647 is the number to call in. Uh, we're going to start going to the lines uh, soon. We're going to make sure that, uh, so, you know, guys, call in. We're going to be on here for a minute. It's going to be different R&B shows, a special program. You know, normally we have a, a more structured format uh, with uh, different uh, features and segments. Uh, we'll have that next week. But this week, we, uh, I really just kind of uh, talk and, 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 uh, and encourage you all to call in and join the conversation and share this night together. Uh, we can really uh, go through this process and, um, you know, hopefully come out with a smile on our face at the end of the night. Right, definitely, definitely. Yeah, and and I'd like to mention we also have some good conversation going on in, in our Facebook group. So you know we we uh, definitely appreciate people uh, having the discussion in there. You know, feel free to give us a call on the line or you know continue to chat. Uh, we we actually tend to do both at the same time. For those of you who might just be listening to the show, uh, we're we're in our group. We're uh, commenting as well. Uh, so it's 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 multitasking and uh, and and we. Come, uh, become pretty accustomed to it. So, you know, just as we're watching this, you know, I ask you this question too. Um, you, you said you're watching MSNBC. Is there is there a reason that you that you prefer watching their coverage, or, or has that changed over time? What What have you? I mean, no, you know, you know I, I um, really it was the first channel I was able to find when I was flipping up on the cable because I'm you know I don't have cable at home, so I was just flipping channels, and it was the first one. I um, I did start on CNN. I tried to check out CNN, but they were just calling things. It was like two hours ago. It was just too early. And I was like, I'm not really trusting that. You know, and, and you know, Fox, I haven't found the channel yet. But I, I just, I like MSNBC's um, coverage better, uh, of the night, and I like their, their viewpoints. So I'm really not looking so much for the commentary at this point because, you know, you and I talked earlier today. At this point, you know, the talk doesn't matter anymore. You know, what, what the pundits think, the, the votes have been cast. So I just, you know, I think like, um, the HD looks better. So really, really not that deep. <laughs> why I chose it other than just, um, yeah, that's what I did. Right. So. Yeah, I, I, I have to because I, I, think about, I think about how, uh, you know, it's, ironically, man, I'll tell you what, before the year 2000, Fox News was like my favorite station to watch <laughs> to watch i remember i remember as as they were um you know we were going through the florida recounts or the night before all that stuff started back in 2000 man i was i was glued to fox i, I really enjoyed their coverage and and that's before you know that the, all the the media giants started taking over and it became mm-hmm. so partisan so it's pretty funny and i i moved from fox to i think uh I think I don't I don't think it was the first Obama um the first Obama presidency but the um but John Kerry and uh, and Bush you know by that time I started watching CNN I I knew all the different pundits you know Donna Brazil was on there uh Paul Begala was on there and uh and um Ed Rollins on the on the the Republican side and they they even, even um even your frat brother um Roland Martin was on there. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, it, this is this is before the ascot when he was, <laughs> he was on there. This was pre ascot Roland Martin. But um, but you know I I'm I'm the same way. I think that I that I started gravitating to MSNBC, and I think part of the reason is that you know a lot of a lot of the the coverage is um, it's very partisan, and I think I, I I find myself falling into that that trap a little bit when you start hearing so much. 
uh, so much hatred from one side. It's like, man, it doesn't it doesn't pay to sit in the middle, you know, because they they right. get to they get to keep you know spouting their stuff, and then and there's nothing to counterbalance it. So so that's one thing. And plus, you know, I I got a, a Rachel Maddow infatuation Correct. as well. Right, right. And I, I was uh, I wanted to let you finish. I didn't want to cut you off, but um, I, and then I forgot the exact numbers. But MSNBC just reported that they're projecting Obama won Pennsylvania. Uh, which was supposed to be uh, a two or three percent. They're, right now, they're saying sixty-three to thirty-eight percent. Oh right wow! Now, Obama has sixty-eight percent of the vote in Pennsylvania, which is supposed to be a very close state. So um, that that just came across. They also projected uh, him as the winner in New Jersey uh, so far. Uh, so I wanted to throw that in there uh, while we were going through this. But you know, it's funny that you mentioned Fox because um, back in the day, I actually used to, I was the same way, man. It's funny another twenty of them in us. Uh, I, I did used to watch Fox, and I would, I would like watching them better for uh, national, whenever it was a national tragedy, it seemed like they covered it better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, whether it be uh, Hurricane, even Hurricane Katrina, even further back when, uh, uh, what was it, the, the Oklahoma City bombing, those kind of things, they just seemed to cover those stories better uh, back in the day when they actually were, you know, doing news. Um, so, you know, but this to this point now, it's just like, you know, I, I don't even want to give them, uh, the time of day, because I know the the foolishness that they come up with. <laughs> so I don't want to be a part of that. Right. Um, but six four six six five two two six four seven. You know, give us a call, and we're gonna go to the lines. Uh, we're, we're we're doing the thing tonight. Kelly Moody, Kelly Ann is off tonight, so uh, we're just gonna go through the lines ourselves. We're not able to screen calls, so we come to you and call you out. If you're just listening, just let us know when when we bring you on. You will be on the air. And we'll let you go back to listening, but um, we're just going to go ahead and uh, go this on the line. We do have a call, Brian. I'm going to go to um, the line first. And I think uh, I think I know who this one is, but uh, we're just going to bring him on the air. 313-891, if that's your number. Uh, Peter, is that you? Yes, guys. How's it going? <laughs> yeah, man, going, going great. Listen, man, you have to stop surprising us like that. I, I had no idea who that was. Oh, I'm calling from my home line this time. Uh, I guess last uh, the previous times I called from my uh, cell phone. Yeah, I, I usually don't memorize numbers, but yours I have in my mental Rolodex, Peter. What, what's going on, man? What what you thinking about tonight on this this historic night? Oh man, it's just beautiful. Uh, my uh, place of work, Wayne County Community College, had an early voting thing going on for almost a month and ended yesterday. And when I got to work to teach my uh, morning class. At uh, 10:30, the parking lot was full, and I was just so ecstatic to see people come out to vote. And uh, even today, I went to my own polling place. It was number 224, and then I went down to my church to help serve food to some of the voters. And uh, I think there were over 200 people there. So I'm, I'm just just totally ecstatic. I'm not trying to uh, let these numbers uh, get to me right now. It's too early. Uh, you still have to deal with the states on the West Coast, like California and uh, Washington and other places. So I, I think there's a lot of optimism and a lot of hope. So I am uh, um, optimistic that President Obama will seal the deal and uh, secure the victory in the end. Yeah, you know, you know that that's a that's an excellent point, Peter. I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, the, the big the big. Uh, Kind of, as you look at the electoral votes right now, as people are projecting them, and you know, and I'm always somewhat um, cautious because because I have a 2002 hangover. Um, but as you as you look at them, you look you see it's pretty close, and you know they still haven't mentioned California, which is you know which is 
definitely Obama, and and definitely would would tip the scales quite a bit. Uh, they haven't they haven't talked about New York yet, which could definitely tip the scales. Uh, would definitely tip the scales again. So, man, you get, you just gave me a, a a bit more optimism, my brother. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate. Well, that's the thing about the uh, the time difference too. And you know, we gotta remember they haven't mentioned Texas yet either, so we know which way that's probably going to go. Uh, well, actually, on MSNBC, I think they... they yeah, they just mentioned Texas. Yeah, yeah Obama oh, got oh, Texas. That's, that's no surprise. Uh, before I go, I'm just a little bit... Hold on, hold on. You said Obama got Texas? No, no Romney got it. Romney got Texas, okay. yeah. Okay, I was to say that wasn't surprising. You said Obama. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, just before we go, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. We have quite a few. I'm sure, uh, I don't know if Brian had mentioned this, we have quite a few referendums here in uh, Michigan. I'm a little bit disappointed that, uh, as of right now, the collective bargaining uh, proposal too, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, a lot of people are saying that they don't want that. And also, uh, the emergency financial manager law, which is number one, uh, that is to appropriate emergency financial manager for Detroit, Flint, mostly cities in Michigan that have an African-American population would lose uh, the power of the mayor. And uh, basically, the mayor and the city council in those cities would just be figureheads. Uh, they would not have the authority to make the financial decisions. So that's a little bit disheartening to me. And it shows that uh, we did not do our job in terms of educating the voter on these uh, initiatives. Yeah. Pete, well, go ahead. Go ahead, okay. Brad. While you're here with this, I mean, because you, you've been active you know, in the community with not just the voting. I know you were doing a lot of work with the census counting as well um, and, and had a bad experience with that. But we won't talk about that. But what, <laughs> what, what, what is it, man, that really drives you to make sure that you're uh, out there in, in the streets, doing the work, and uh, you know, really, um, you know, doing your part, if you will. You're not just uh, talking about it, not just status and stuff, but you're actually getting out there, getting uh, the uh, you know, your feet to the to the pavement, and really doing some work. What is it about it that, that drives you that way? I mean, is it something that was your family's always done, or or you just that's just who you are? What is it, man? Oh, very good question, Ryan. Uh, I've been involved with uh, political campaigns since I was a kid. I remember the first experience I had was my grandmother. Uh, she was on the school board here in Detroit, and she was a retired Detroit public school teacher. She took me out. I was about 10 years old, went to campaign for a friend of hers that was running for school board here. And I remember riding in a car and pressing, like, the uh, bullhorn, and they had a recorded message. And my parents always took me to the polls with them. So that's why I've always had a passion uh, for politics. And, uh, you know, I have family members currently. My dad's a judge, and a lot of family members have been in, in political involvement. So I feel it's my civic duty uh, to get out there and encourage people to become a part of this democratic process in which our ancestors fought hard for and had hoses sticked on them and dogs and, and all that. There's just too much that was sacrificed for us to have the freedoms that we've been afforded today. Yeah. Yeah, well said, man. Well said. It's funny. I, I recall in the in the group um, <clears throat> somebody was talking about, I think it was Jared was talking about, uh, you know, challenging people to get on the phones and do some do some phone calling uh, for their their candidate, and, and and somebody somebody said, well, you know, I I don't know if I if I, if I want somebody hanging up the phone on me or or you know if I want them if I want them to talk bad to me or whatever, and and uh, and Chris said, uh, well, I guess I guess uh, that that's a lot harder than getting dogs sicked on you and, and hoses. Uh, you know, shot at you, and it, and you know, and I and he said it kind of in jest, but I think you know that that and and I'm not I'm not knocking the person that that was saying that, that it's uncomfortable because I get it, but I think you know we 
a lot of times we do take the, those things for granted. We take for granted the fact mm-hmm. that we do have the we have these rights. And uh, and another thing that gets taken for granted is the impact that young people have on the vote. I've heard uh, I heard a few of my undergraduate fraternity brothers that were saying, "Oh, you know, I'm not going to vote. Uh, you know, voting. You know, they don't ever do anything for us and all these types of things." And and you you think back to the civil rights movement and some of these other movements in history, and it really was the youth that was pushing that. You know, the youth was saying, we're going to change our government as opposed to, you know, our government needs to do X, Y, and Z for us. So uh, so I think, you know, I applaud Peter for getting involved as as a youngster and uh, and anybody out there that does get involved, I think, you know, even after this, there there are more opportunities to get involved. There, there, there are elections that go on all the time. I think, you know, I've probably voted like six times since the last election at least um so there there are uh, or the last presidential election so there are other ways to get involved and, and a lot of those other races impact you more directly than the presidential race will yeah one last thing you're right uh when i worked on my friend's campaign for state rep here in michigan in 2010 i did the calls from the office and yes i got you know uh some people hanging up on me cursing me out even going out in the field uh People are like, well, why should I vote? You know, they were referencing back to Kwame Kilpatrick, and I was trying to explain to them, as well as my friend, the candidate, that this was bigger than Kwame. We're talking about Lansing, you know, state house, where, like, as you so eloquently said, Brian, you know, you can make more of a difference at the state level than you can, you know, at the municipal level, and that's why it's just so important. And as a educator, I believe we need to really stress civics back in our school curriculums. I think it's starting to erode, and I, I just get disheartened when I read states like Texas want to eliminate it from their K-12 curriculum. We have to continue, uh, you all, our parents, you know, get involved in school boards, because, you know, your, your, your kids are the future. They're the ones that are going to be uh, passed the torch from us. So, you know, it all starts with educating and knowing history and, and civics. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Well, right. well, Peter, as always, we appreciate you calling in, man, and always supporting the show and bringing bringing your insight. So, uh, thanks a lot for the work that you did on the campaign. When I see uh, President Obama next week, I will tell him that you did fine work. I appreciate that, brother. All right, All right take it easy. Bye, hi, my brother. So, yeah, um, you know, he, he brings up a good point about the. Um, did I have to say that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, listen, Peter. Peter was on it tonight, man. The love doc. You know, you know, it's because the love, nope. the love doc is not out right now. It's just it's right. Peter. Peter. Right. Peter. 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 Good point about the civics in the school because, uh, yeah, I, I mentioned it in a group earlier today. That was a young man who was 21 who was in line when I was voting, and uh, you know, they were asking, you know, how this is his first time voting. So somebody asked him, how come he didn't vote uh, two years? Mm-hmm. Hello. All right. Sounds like Ryan may have dropped off the line, um, but I. Ryan, you there? Ryan. Yeah. yeah. You don't hear me? Hello. Yeah. Now I hear you. Go ahead. Okay. I'm not sure how much of the story you heard, so let me go ahead and start back over again. Um, I was talking about there was man. People was talking about the civics, and there was a young man who was lying. There was 21 who um who who was voting for the first time. And when he was asked how come uh, he didn't vote in 2010, but he kind of was, you know, nonchalant and kind of proudly boasting that he didn't really want to vote now, uh, but his dad was making him vote, you know. And I think that uh, to Peter's point about the civics and about people just have understanding and knowing uh, the importance of, of our, our right to vote 
and the election process and what role it really plays. Uh, and I don't know who he went in there and voted for. Hopefully his daddy made him go, his daddy told him what to vote for, too. Um, <laughs> but I think just that attitude that he had with, with the young kids now who, I don't know, and I didn't, I didn't talk to him, but you know, to find out what, what makes a 21-year-old uh, you know, think that, especially in the last four years when, when the, the, the young vote has been targeted so much, uh, at least by the Democratic side, you know, what, where, where the apathy come from. So, um, but, yeah, so uh, and I think maybe part of it is, is it's not uh, taught and ingrained as much in, in the schools anymore. I mean, a lot of things aren't taught as much in the schools as they used to be. Uh, but I wonder what role that, that plays to that. So I just yeah. want to kind of piggyback on what he was saying about that. Yeah, yep. I, I mean, that, that's an excellent point. I think, you know, basically I, I feel like an old man because I sound like I feel like I'm saying certain things that I heard my parents and grandparents say about us. But, you know, there's just, there's just kind of a – general spirit of apathy um in this next generation uh that that we i don't i don't know how we do it but um we need to inspire these kids a little bit more and uh and make a concerted effort because again you know a lot of we're we're seeing with this election and with a lot of the legislation proposals that that have happened over you know just the last two years that a lot of these rights that we that we take for granted aren't really Secure, you know. I mean, people right, Roe v. Right. Wade we take for granted. It's like, yeah, we're you know Roe v. Wade is always gonna, always going to, um, is always going to be in existence. Yet there there are some credible there's some credible um, challenges to it, and you know we're it's there there are other things that could fall as well. So um, yeah, if we don't have people, if we're not bringing up people to defend those rights, then right. we won't have them. I mean, you know about credible challenges. I mean, Mitt Romney said it out of mouth himself that he he would want to see Roe v. Wade reversed. So it goes back to that that uh, the the civil, I mean, Supreme Court appointments again. You know, he's able to appoint the right justices and get that reversed. I mean, you know, that, that's just as simple as putting him in office. And he said that out of his mouth that he doesn't really want it. Uh, so you know, again, these these rights that we we used to uh, we take for granted. Um, all it takes is a, a law to be written uh, to change it all. So, you know, people will take that for granted. But and we got another call, man, 646-652-2647. Um, we want to hear from you, 646-652-2647. Let's go to a young lady who uh, is in one of the battleground states right now. Uh, before, uh, actually, right now we're going to – Obama has 158, Romney 153 in the Electoral College. I can actually check the uh, – check the actual results as they post them. Uh, but right now, Obama has a slim lead in the electoral votes, but still close. Let's go to Ohio. This is Tiffany Philpott. Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. How you doing? Great. Doing How great. are you? I am sitting here uh, trying not to bite my nails. You know, <laughs> I'm the lone R&Ber in Ohio, so I feel totally responsible for this entire state, especially since Yolanda decided that I'm in charge. So, yeah. <laughs> so shout out yeah, to Yolanda. You got out, and I hope you got out, and the whole state was able to see you and really hear your message. Right. And, and yeah, well, the vote. well, I live in the city. Of, well, I voted in the city of Cleveland. We just moved, but I decided that it was important for me. And this may be—I probably shouldn't be telling on myself—but I live in a suburb right now. But my address is still in the city, and my family is very much—they're uh, very Cleveland. We're very much for Cleveland. My mother ran for a juvenile court judge. 
when I was 17 years old, and my parents built their house in the city. Um, I'm a suburbanite, but I'm kind of displaced because my family decided that it was really important that we support not just our state and our federal government, but to build up our city. So um, my parents, when I was uh, about 12 years old, they built their house down in the project, actually down in the in what you would call the hood, and people thought they were crazy, but my parents did a really great job with helping myself and my sister to really understand what it means to make a community, not to just go be a part of the community, but to build one. And um, So long story short, I, I voted in the ward that I uh, just moved from, uh, and it was kind of sad because, uh, unfortunately, it was very, it was not crowded at my polling place at all. In fact, I didn't have to wait, and that was pretty disappointing because we have a low voter turnout um, in the city, as you know, um, for various reasons. Hopefully this time it was because people went and they voted early, but it's pretty much been the rule that, that it doesn't get very crowded in Ward 7. So, But I did my due diligence. I voted. I got to work. It took me about 30 minutes, and did what I had to do, you know. Well, that's, that's awesome. Now, now, you know, I'm not going to get on you about just, like, bringing down the whole mood here, but um, I do appreciate you. No. <laughs> no, just hey, I'm just keeping it real. Wait, wait, wait. I got, a good, I got a good one for you, though. My county is 70% going towards the president. And, you know, last election, Cleveland pretty much carried the whole state. So we're still standing strong. Cleveland is a Cuyahoga County is a Democratic county. Period. It's Democrat as opposed to Cincinnati, which is more Republican. So as long as we're out voting, um, you know, voting for the president, I'm I'm okay with you know us in my county doing what we're supposed to do. But you know, reading those ballots, I'm bringing the mood down again. I'm sorry, but keeping it real, you know, if you can't read legalese. I don't see how you can even vote for some of these things. The issues and some of the there's like the charter levies and all kinds of stuff on there. That one of the one of the issues was three pages long. Wow. And if and I can't see even an average reader that can read on a 10th grade level, which is above the average in the city, which most people read below eighth grade level in Cleveland. Unfortunately, uh, for various reasons, we have a very high poverty rate, but. Even at a, an above-average uh, reading level, it was very difficult to understand some of the things on that ballot. So I can see why people get discouraged from going to the polls. I was just thinking there has to be some sort of civic education initiative or something for well, I'll people. tell you what. You know? It's funny. It's funny. You, you tend to find that in the swing states, too, because because uh, <clears throat> Michigan's actually were, was pretty straightforward. I mean, the, the, where it got – well, actually, I take that back, Ann Arbor's was in Washtenaw County because we had we didn't have as many kind of local ballot proposals but I think you bring up a great point um you know things do need to be simplified in some areas so um so thanks so much I, you know we appreciate you calling what I I wanted Obama to get Bone Thugs and Harmony to to perform at a um, at a rally in Cleveland to get the vote out but no, I we already they already are on the car commercials right now. So I think, oh, really? that, I think that, yeah, <laughs> the, I think it, we it, should it, let that go. I think it, we need to move on. Machine Gun Kelly did a uh, did something though. Um, oh, is he? Is he but, he's from Cleveland. Yeah, he's he's one of those. I don't know. I'm not really into you know hip hop. I'm old old school type, but he's pretty right. popular among the underground. So and. Uh, 
Yeah. I got you. Well, well thanks yeah. so much. You know, we know you think B2K is old school, but we, we uh, love you. <laughs> <laughs> I am not that young. <laughs> yeah, I've never said that. Right. You're crazy. <laughs> All right, guys. Night. All right, good night. You know, you know, it's funny. I I missed half of what she said because because Tamron Hall was on um MSN. Yeah. <laughs> I missed mean, half of what both of you said. So, <laughs> well, well, what you know? I I I really want to dispatch. I want to dispatch a a um, special correspondent. So I'm we're gonna go on a on, out on a limb here on live radio, and I would like for somebody to turn it to Fox News and tell me what's going. Call in, tell us yeah, what's going on, on because because yeah. I just Hamilton heard what's that. Sean Hamilton is gonna call in. Oh, is he? Yeah, okay. He his, yeah, he's gonna call in. He was charging his phone. But, uh, he's gonna call in and tell. He said the he says the uh, what's the word? I can't. A tunnel again. What? You not hit me again? No, yeah. You you sound you sound like you're hiding out because you think Romney's gonna win. No, no. I said Sean Hamilton's gonna call in. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So so he's gonna call in and, and tell us about Fox. Yeah, he said he was watching Fox. He said that tone was interesting, so he's gonna call in um, soon and uh, tell us about Fox. But in the meantime, we got another call, man. We've got right. uh, from from the great state of Maryland. We've got uh, Professor Opal Jones on the line. Opal, welcome to the show. Hello, Opal. Hello? Uh, hello, are you there? Yes. Okay, yeah, this is Opal Jones. How you guys doing? Yeah. Good, man. Doing great, Good. Opal. How's it going? Hey. Doing well, hey, doing Opal. well. Good. Thanks for calling in, man. I, you know, I know I wasn't a swing state, uh, but tell us just how much you know, your, your experiences today in the poll. Uh, I mean, you're going out to the, the, the polling booth, I should say. You know, what was it like where you were? It was a real long wait. You know, what was your experiences today? Well, uh, the polling in seven, in, um, in Maryland opened at 7 o'clock. I got to the polls at 6.15 about, and there were about 30 or 40 people ahead of me. Thankfully, they let us inside because it was very, very cold. Uh, we had our coffee and earmuffs and gloves and all that stuff, but it was really cold. They let us inside a little bit. I voted around 7.15. On my way out, there had to be at least 100 to 125 people in line outside 15 minutes after polling opened. So I, really, I think that was really, really great to see. It was all kinds of colors, and black, and white, Hispanic, and Asian. It was just really, really nice to see that early in the morning, everyone trying to vote before work. I think it was amazing. Awesome. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. All right, man. Uh, thanks for calling in. And uh, he's he's a mathematician, so Opal knows all these numbers and projections and all the electoral uh, quadratic equations. So uh, he's probably having a great time. I'm just watching CNN like everyone else, but I, I appreciate that. Right. Right. Well, well, I think I think all I'm right. gonna turn. I, I just turned to CNN. I, I had to get off of MSNBC because MSNBC has uh, has it you know has it locked up. And um, at, at around 150, CNN has has uh, has Romney at around 150, Obama at around 123 or so. So you know, I've, I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna be uh, conservative here, uh, no pun okay. intended, and uh, <laughs> watch, watch CNN for a little bit. Well, I think I think what's happening here is all the states. There, there isn't any 
according to what I see, there aren't any swing states that have been counted yet. Everything that was projected to go to Romney before today is definitely red. Everything that's projected to go to, to Obama right now is blue. So there's nothing really coming out that isn't a surprise. I think that once everything is counted, um, Obama's electoral votes are just going to shoot up. Uh, what I'm afraid is that, I don't know if anyone saw it, they had these scenarios if 270 electoral votes were not given to any candidate and how the House could vote for this or the Senate could vote for that, and that could be really, really scary. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah and, and, you know, that that's a great point. I, I know that, that that's been one scenario that was discussed, especially around the time when when Romney was leading in national polls, uh, as well as the the possibility that that um, you get an electoral victory by Obama, but the popular vote actually goes to Romney, which would be pretty um, pretty crazy as well, because we we understand that uh, the GOPs try to do everything they can to discredit this president. And uh, one thing that that I do think is with Hurricane Sandy, if if you know he were to get electoral victory but not a popular vote victory there are a lot of people out in you know strong obama states that di- that are not voting because they you know didn't get to the polls due to what they're going through so so i hope that it's a nice clean victory because we know that you know on tomorrow if obama's the winner on tomorrow there's going to have republican leaders together trying to plot <laughs> what to do to make him fail so biden or whoever can be president next year i mean next next uh, term so we'll just we'll just hope hope for the best on that one yeah definitely uh, it was great to talk to you guys tonight it was great uh, you guys keep doing your thing love the show and i'll talk to you guys later Great, man. It's great to have so many people calling in. We would love to hear some more people from our Facebook group. Uh, everyone's in there chatting it up. But, guys, we would like to really hear you on the line just to give your thoughts on today, uh, what's going on. And uh, So definitely give us a call in, 646-652-2647, 646-652-2647. So uh, you, you talked about you were still on MSNBC then, um, and, and it's weird because they were showing the uh, votes that have been counted so far for Wisconsin. Uh, they were showing Romney had the lead. However, they still projected uh, Obama to win Wisconsin, so not really sure what they're doing with that. Um, and, and there's some – so even getting away from the presidential election for a minute, uh, there, in Maryland there was two big questions on – well, actually uh, questions on the ballot. Uh, still waiting to hear back all the results from those. Obviously, I've shown those in the – MSNBC coverage, but, you know, we had the gay marriage question, the uh, slots, uh, the gambling uh, expansion question online, as well as the uh, state tuition with the uh, illegal, uh, well, I don't know, the illegal, well, the immigrants, uh, whether they should get uh, state in, in state for, uh, tuition and everything. So uh, waiting to hear back on the results on those as well uh, in the Maryland uh, election, too. So let me see here. We've got a call on the line. We're going to go ahead and go to the lines now. We have uh, Sean Hamilton has called in. So Sean Hamilton, Sean the answer Hamilton, as he's respectfully known as, around these parts, is uh, with us. How you doing? Sean, welcome to the show. Thanks. All right, good, man. Thanks for yeah, calling man. in. Yeah, you said you, you're watching Fox News. so you're, Yeah, Fo- uh, Fox, is a, this is enjoyable, man. Their, their map isn't even working right now. At least it's been <laughs> oh, really? for a second. <laughs> Yeah, man, their electoral wow. map was like going in and out and everything. It's like watching like funeral coverage or something, man. It's, it's great. It's great. I may watch them tonight. 
You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. You know what? When I when I when I looked at it, it looked like um, like they were really focusing on uh, congressional races. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is, that, is that still is that still going on? Wow. Exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I, it's just they're 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 talking about Romney trying to cobble together a victory. That was the word they used, cobble. And so you know, it's just you know, you can tell like they, 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 they I don't even know these guys' names, and I, I never watch Fox. So it's, it's 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 great just watching them squirm, you know what I mean, and like try to try to make this sound like a you know like like Romney's still doing well, and he's got a chance, but it's not it's really not looking like it. Florida's looking really good. Um, I'm excited about that because they got some some heavily Democratic counties that that haven't even um, submitted all their um, all their um, ballots. So right, and, and know, probably probably quite a few do people really well with those. <laughs> probably quite a few people still online too. So oh, yeah. that, oh right, you know, exactly. You, exactly. You know, you know how how they how they tried to yeah, fix that do. one. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Thank thank God for them and democracy, right? Right. So tell me about yeah. it. Well, awesome. Well, 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 oh, yeah. oh, go ahead, oh, oh, go ahead, man. Oh, well, I, I'm talking about the center home, but before we do that, um, Sean, you're in Jersey, right? I know we talked before. I'm in Jersey. In yeah. Jersey? Right. So yeah. uh, talk to us, man, from uh, the Hurricane Sandy point of view, uh, how things were going um, there, as well as. Um, you know, you you being in in the state of Jersey with the whole uh, Chris Christie um, endorsement—I was saying endorsing Obama's um, uh, <laughs> actions after the storm. Uh, what, what's it like going on over there, man? Well, th- things have improved a lot. Um, the, you know, the gas gas situation for a while we had gas shortages. Now um, we have this um, odd and even day like gas rationing, but that's gradually getting coming together. The um, public transportation is. is Close to back to normal. It's not quite, quite as it was. Um, a lot of people still don't have power, which you know obviously is not good. Um, you know, Chris Christie. I mean, I think there's it, a lot of speculation about his political future, how about how calculated his move was in in um, in giving President Obama credit for, you know, acting like a president. I don't I don't know exactly what what he was supposed to say about the president. You, you know, aside from that, he was you know he came to the state. He he, he did his part and. Um, but you know, I, I think that he's somebody who who feels like he he has a political future of his own, and so I don't know that he wants to be associated with the kind of hard right, um, you know, rhetoric that usually comes from the Republican Party. I mean, we should we should remember in, in the Republican National Convention um, speech, Chris Christie mentioned uh, Governor Romney one time, once in, in his entire. So he talked about his mother and his father. I'm talking about Chris Christie. Talked about his mother, his father, everything else. But he mentioned Governor Romney one time, so you know I think that there's never been a lot of um, you know love or respect there to begin with. So um, you know I, I think, uh, but th- things are coming together in New Jersey. It's, you know, it's getting better. Great. Hey, well, Sean, thanks so much for calling in. Uh, we appreciate Thank it. Hey, this is fun. Night always the, the answer. We we always enjoy your, your wisdom <laughs> on on. All types of topics, man. I appreciate it. And hey, Ryan, uh, I'm getting a I'm getting a message that there's a nine one seven number in the queue. Yeah, Wait. I was. Well, yeah, I was, was going to go to that because we have two nine one seven numbers, so I'm going to try to uh, so hopefully this is the right one. Eight okay, four six. Okay, cool. All right, well, this this caller right here. First of all, thanks, Sean. Ryan kind of cut off his own goodbye to you, but <laughs> thanks, Sean, for calling in. Uh, we're going to go to the lines. We have another caller calling in. Now, this caller is a special caller because this caller is 
Brian's twin, or not really his twin, but his brother Paul. Paul, welcome to the show. Hello? Can you hear me? Hey, Paul, welcome to the show, man. Hello? That, Hello? You know, this is Daryl. This is Daryl. Yeah, this is brother. Oh, you know, you thought that, you know how, Daryl's from, from uh, Morristown, New Jersey, New Jersey, so oh, the way he said Daryl probably sound like Paul. What's, what's going on, Daryl? Welcome no, to the show. I'm good, but you know, I live in New York now, man. I've been in New York for 16 years Yeah, but you're, but you're from Jersey. You're from Jersey. Don't try That's to correct. go front like you're from New York. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I mean, I just heard y'all fronting with Sean calling him the answer. I, was, I kind of laughed at that, but I'm let that go. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. I gotta stop this right here before we go any further because I'm pulling up the transcript. Brian's wife said, "Paul, Brian's brother Paul is on the phone." That's why I was there, Paul. Okay. I'll come to tell, man. <laughs> Brian, your wife did that. She set me up. She married and buried me. Long I got show you. Out. Go ahead, man. <laughs> so what? So, so what? So what station are you watching, Daryl? And what? I mean, what's I, I only watch one station when it comes to politics and news, man. And it's uh, Fox News. And people always ask why, and it's very simple. Because one, I mean, I watch it during the daytime. It's probably a lot more balanced than most people really see it. Um, unfortunately, nobody watches it during the daytime because everybody's at work. Um, but in the evening, obviously, it's very partisan on you know on the Republican side. So for me. I just like watching their heads explode when they know that there's a point where they can't defend anything any any longer. And that's basically what's happening. You know, I mean, all the um, pundits, whether it's Carl Rove, uh, Tucker Carlson, I mean, they, they keep trying to explain, like, why the situation is what it is. And they can't really give up an answer. Some are blaming the hurricane. Some are blaming, you know, the whole, you know, Christie thing. I mean, uh, Bill O'Reilly was on around 8.15, and suggested that the reason why um, the polls were looking the way they were was because traditional America is no, no longer exists, and people want things for free. And since the demographics have changed, that that's why those people have voted for President Obama. And that's wow. what he said. Right. You know? Well, I, I'll tell you what. I, I think I think he got one he got one thing correct, and that's that the demographics are changing. And you know this kind of gets back to a topic that we discussed with with uh, Wayne uh, a, a month or so back, uh, just about you know the the whole Republican um, the the message and and mm-hmm. you know it was it was said I was listening to NPR a couple of days ago and they were talking about the two candidates routes to to victory and basically you know they said oh, Obama needs to shore up his his his, uh, his support from women you know pull in minorities and and, uh, and I think it was it was white white uh, men with with education or something to that extent but he said in in Romney's route to victory is to get more white men to vote for him and yeah. it was and i mean that was just that's just so telling it's like you know i i'm i i am somewhat conservative i will say you know Pete talked about the two ballot proposals for for you know he said two and and three i think it was and the ones that he was sad about that 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 didn't pass, I didn't vote for them because I felt like mm-hmm. they were a little bit too liberal. So so I think that there are some good ideas in the conservative movement slash Republican Party, but I think that, you know, the fact that they don't, they don't, you know, ostracize the the racist in this the super extreme element of their party is going to, is going to kill them. Like they, like well, they need well, to. Well, Donna yeah. Brazil was on earlier and she said, you know, you know, I mean, she, I'm sure she didn't hear the, um, 
uh, Bill O'Reilly comment, but Donovan still said, you know, you know, this whole, you know, we want our country back, this whole return to traditional America. I mean, like, why is it a problem that we're a more diverse country with more diverse ideas? Like, why is that at issue? That's something that, you know, I mean, I'm not the most, you know, you know, probably, you know, 1,000%, you know, gung-ho flag-wearing person, but there are certain truths that I do believe in. And that, right. you know, the fact that we have so many people from different backgrounds that can have new ideas, it eventually helps us rather than hurts us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for people to have a backlash towards that, whether it was like McCain with this, you know, well, I, you know, we need to take our country back. To me, that's like, that's ridiculous. Right. And, you know, I mean, you know me, I worked in investment banking surrounded by nothing but Republicans my whole life, you know, mm-hmm. and so, but that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, you don't have any other ideals and you just are like a one-track mind on how you do things. And right. it's all about, to me, what ideas people believe help them out the most as a totality, right. not by, you know, necessarily a party, per se. Well, well you know, the, the irony of it all is that the the party that uh, doesn't believe in evolution will likely fail to evolve <laughs> and will go the way of the dodo bird <laughs> if they don't you know, uh, un- understanding what, what to do. So hopefully... You know, I, I mean, I, I just hope if if things keep trending the way that they are, and and I'm about to jump out my skin because I'm kind of excited about it, um, that that conservatives don't look at this as you know, well, what happened is we didn't put a real conservative uh, up against Obama because the only way that Romney even stayed in the game was by moderating his message, and he got a big bounce from that. You know, well, from separating were, himself from what he said because. Romney's problem wasn't whether or not he could get, you know, possibly get elected. His problem was whether or not he could get out of his primary. And, you know, and so and that's where he became this whole flip-flop guy, and that's kind of, you know, what is that issue. Because if Romney had probably his more moderate ideas that he probably would have ran with four years ago and yep. just probably just talked about the economy, he probably would have had a better chance in a general election but would have never gotten out of his primary with, you know, Luke Gingrich and all those guys because nobody from down south would have voted for him. Right, and 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 that I mean, and that's my point. The the point is that the rejection, uh, if if Obama does win, the rejection is less about Romney in terms of you know Romney's true uh, core values and and what he believes in, than they are rejection of the conservative movement and all of these these. Uh, these laws that they try to pass and this dogma that they that they follow. I mean, it's just it it it's not something that America really believes in, and you know they they really need to take a look. But but it'll be you know that that's going to be um, that'll be interesting to see what happens to the party too, to the Republican well, party. Well, I have I just have one hey, last um, question, and I got yeah, and I'm gonna have to wrap it up. We got but uh, but I, I was curious just on you know I mean and, and maybe it's not the time yet because obviously there's still more things to. Uh, you know, more votes to come in. But let's just say essentially what it's going to look like is if, you know, obviously they just said that the Senate is going to be held by Republicans. I mean, by, um, I mean, the House representatives are going to be held by Republicans, and most likely the Senate is going to be held by Democrats. Mm-hmm. So essentially, regardless of who becomes president, you still end up in this situation where, you know, if these two parties don't come together, we're going to have another four years where pretty much it's very difficult to get things done. So I just wanted to hear you guys' thoughts on that, and I'll uh, let you guys be. Enjoy the show. All right, thanks. All right, thank you. Thanks. Yep. You, want to, you, you want to tackle that one, Ryan, before we bring on the next caller, or what? No, I, I didn't. 
I didn't hear the end of the question. Okay. Well, I well, I will I will answer very briefly. I I, I understand the uh, the concern, uh, and what I think is going to happen. I think you know Sean mentioned Chris Christie and and you know how he was distancing himself from from Romney. I think what, uh, that the that the electorate is going to move in that direction where they want more bipartisanship, and, and that goes back to my my original thing that I said Obama needs to do with mobilizing folks. You know. Those of us that are that are watching television need to put pressure on the on these uh, people in Congress to cooperate. And I think that you know we're getting to the point where if if it's pushed hard enough, uh, people will follow suit and start putting that pressure on, and we can get some things done. If people sit back on their hands and do nothing after this election's over, we, we will see another four years at gridlock. So that that's my answer to that. All right, Craig. We got another call, man. I will. <laughs> When you guys are talking, I'm sitting there going through the phone lines, and uh, <laughs> your brother actually called back in and then hung up again. So anyway, <laughs> we do have a call from 301-537. Now, uh, you call from 301-537. You on air. Welcome to the Ryan, Ryan Show. Hey, what's up, fellas? It's Chris. Chris, hey, what's up? Welcome to the show, man. Hey, thanks, fellas. Thanks for calling in. Definitely appreciate it. What's going on with you, man? Uh, not much. Just sitting on these um, Maryland um, questions and everything. It's um, it's kind of compelling. If we um, become a first, um, if we pass the same-sex marriage act, we're going to be the first state to ever approve it on a ballot. So I mean, depending right. on where you stand on it, that could be a, um, an amazing thing. So, right. um, and, like, uh, um, the Dream Act is looking good. That's not close right now. It's like sixty forty with twenty-five percent of the precincts reporting. Great. And the last thing was the uh, question seven with the expansion of the uh, gaming in Maryland. What's that looking like so far? Uh, good Lord, fifty-one to forty-nine four right now with uh, again twenty-five percent of the precincts reporting. Right. And then you have the caveat because that's going to be affected by how it looks in Prince George's County, and they don't break it out like that. So, what do you mean um, by that? What do you um, mean? Let me see. If Prince George's, if the state votes for Question seven, that'll allow table games in every um, in every one of the casinos right now. Um, but mm-hmm. Prince George's County, if they vote against it, then there won't be the new casino in Prince George's County. And uh, I mean, it's a bunch of different scenarios um, with it, so it's really interesting. So the state could still the state could approve it, but if PG County votes against it, it won't be in National Harbor. It'll be somewhere else. Find exactly, and if the state much. votes it down. If the state votes it down, then there won't be table games or any new casino, no matter what Prince George's County does. So, Right, of course. Okay. Good stuff, man. Thank you for giving us the uh, Maryland uh, scoop on those questions. How was it? Did you vote today or did you do early voting? I did early voting the day after okay. um, everything reopened after Sandy and everything. So um, That's right. It, you took your sons, right? Yep. Yeah, that, that was an interesting experience in itself. But, yeah, um, we had a – it took about 50 minutes to get through the line. Um, no problems at all. Right. all right. Um, I mean, in Maryland's ballot, it was so long because of all the questions on there. Um, right. I really think that was a big reason for the long lines. Because um, early voting turnout uh, wasn't as impressive as you think based on the lines. But um, I, I think they said Maryland was at 68% around 7 o'clock anyway for turnout. So, Wow. Um, we have well, great. Well, thanks for calling in, Chris. We appreciate it. 
and uh and I'd like to take a minute to congratulate the state of Mary, or the state of uh Massachusetts on your new senator Elizabeth Warren actually the, the race has been called for her everybody uh was probably following that the um the hot and heavy uh race against uh Scott Brown who who had assumed Ted Kennedy's seat after his death so it's back in uh in uh in democratic hands and and actually a very What's that? One pick up, one pick up to the left. Yep, exactly, exactly. It's good stuff. Cool. Now I'm, I'm over here. I'm trying to type on my iPad, and like my, my uh, keyboard has like frozen. I can't do anything. So if anybody's okay. sending me messages, I'm, I'm reading them. I'm going to respond to I them. Yeah, I sent you a message since you bring it up. Um, might as well tell you now since you can't uh, respond on you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would tell you to check your messages and, um, you know. Gotcha. Uh, so, we, so we can keep it going. So you, you, you get so engulfed. In I do. I, you know, this is my thing, man. This is my thing. Like, once, once this is over, it's going to be tough. <laughs> yeah, I'm just sitting there. We're doing the show, and I'm like, so what do you think about that, Brian? It was cool. <laughs> <laughs> right, like like, I'm, like, like I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for 2014. Like <laughs> the right, right. projections, projections in in 2014 starting on, mm-hmm. on tomorrow. <laughs> no, that that's awesome. <laughs> awesome. So so somebody just said that that Fox News is great right now. I I really might need to turn it over there to see to see what's going on because they are they have to be, um, you know, hitting the roof at this point. But uh, but anyway, that that's uh that's big time. I, any any other thoughts, man? What what are you, are you following? Um. Are you following congressional races, or you know what? What are your? Well, you know, I'm I'm trying to find Fox now, and if you guys are saying it's so compelling, so I'm scanning through the channels now. The um, you know, in Maryland, it, it's such a blue state that the races locally really never matter because I'm going the wrong way. Because you know, you, you pretty much know uh, the same people going to win every time. You know, I, I so it gets to that point where I voted against. Um, <laughs> one of the incumbents just because <laughs> you know <laughs> I really did. You know, I, I knew he was gonna win, but like you know what? I, I, it's at some point somebody's got to do something. But um, by the way, if anyone lives in um, Southern Maryland, T.C. County, knows which channel Fox is on Fios, you can call in the show and tell me so I can find it. <laughs> but, but um, nah, man. So, but really, it, it, it's um. Like Maryland is not a swing state. It's not a. It's funny though because we did have a Republican governor. I mean, that was the governor was tight. But when it comes to the national election, uh, it's really never generally so, right. Yeah, uh, and you know it's and, funny. Like as I think about it, because like I said, I, 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 my, my conservative friends call me liberal. My liberal friends call me conservative. So I think that makes me a true moderate. But you know, when I think of the of, of the mix, I think. In many cases, it makes sense to have a Democratic president and a Republican governor, because I think mm-hmm. you know when you you think about the presidents, the the president has to have a high level vision of where the country uh, should go, but the um, 
but the each of the um each of the governors need to really manage uh manage the state budgets to a point where you know they don't where we don't run deficits so i i think that at, at a state level it's a lot easier to be more of a deficit hawk uh than it is at a federal level because you know at the state level you're not you don't have these national programs you know you don't you, you don't have to fund medicare <laughs> these types of things so so it's uh so you know, I, I have no problem with voting for a Republican as, as a governor, but as a as a president, man, a lot of things have to change before they ever earn my vote at that level. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, and I think I know we talked about it on the show or not somewhere. We talked maybe just in a group, but I'm kind of the same way. You know, when you on a state level, you know, uh, if I were living in Maryland in 2010, I would have voted for uh, the Republican candidate for governor too, um, but I wasn't here. But you know, so and I kind of agree with the same thing you said, uh, same reason as well. Uh, but I couldn't see myself um, voting for a Republican president. Not not these Republicans right now. I couldn't see it. Um, right. But you know, I, and I finally found Fox. So I saw that they're running the what if scenarios right now. Um, but I think they pretty much are understanding that. Um, Obama. It looks like he's in a good position to win this thing, man. Yeah. Well, so, I'll tell you what. It, it's it's funny that they um that so much so much uh, hullabaloo was made over over Ohio but uh Florida has 29 electoral votes <laughs> and as i watch fox's what if scenario uh just now they you know romney was was uh was behind he it, it was hard for him to make it to to 271 and they'd given him Florida, which you know, to, to Sean's point, is still up in the air. So you know, I'm I'm really thinking if if uh, if Florida goes to Obama, it's pretty much, I think it's going to be game over, um, which would be nice. Well, yeah. uh, when I was watching MSNBC earlier, they said uh, there's only one way. No, the only way Romney could win without winning Florida is if he swept all the other swing states. Um, yep. And I don't remember which, which states were those swing states now, but. Um, if he doesn't win Florida, it's a wrap, pretty much. Yeah, um, yeah. I think if he doesn't Florida. win Florida, I think he has to win um, Ohio. He has to win Colorado. Uh-huh. I don't know if they were Wisconsin. Typically, they might have said Nevada. That might have been. been said, the they said one. the whole firewall. That's what they called it, the firewall. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then that, yeah, they, then they, they were throwing Wisconsin in there if they if they said the yeah, firewall, yeah. which has already been um, projected. Already, Obama. Obama. Right. Point. So it's uh yeah. so man this is this is just uh I tell you what I'm I'm not ashamed to say dude I've I've been praying every single day probably for the last month easily and and I mean every day uh that something like this uh would happen and that Obama would win so let's just continue to you know stay prayerful and 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 watch and tiptoe to anticipation of <laughs> uh, uh, results this is just awesome yeah absolutely. So I have to make a programming note while we're here. Um, I said we'd be going to 11. However, we only scheduled to 10:30. So I made a. Um, <laughs> I forgot to change the time. So we got the show till 10:30 tonight. But uh, looks like it's gonna work out because um, as things are starting to line up, looks like even if we don't have the answer, I think most people are saying, well, the way things are unfolding, um, it's gonna end up with Obama as the victim. But we will see. We got 24 more minutes left. Uh, we got another call, man. We'll go to the call, 646-652-2647. This has been great. I want to thank everyone who's calling in. I'm still wanting to hear from some more people in our group, 
what's right and what's wrong uh, in, in their uh, little eight, nine, ten-year-old mind. Uh, you know, so it was just amazing to talk to them. Uh, so definitely getting them engaged in the process early uh, is a big, big deal, and, and they they loved it. So, so but Brian, we got another call. We got a special call to call in. I'm gonna let her introduce herself. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. <laughs> well, well, hello, Miss. How are you? I'm doing well. Okay, so I have a question. Both of you are actually Oh, I need to introduce myself. Okay, I'm Janelle Johnson from Ann Arbor. This is Brian's wife, folks. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to the welcome to the show, Janelle. <laughs> Good winter, yes. Hello, Ryan, Ryan Bry. Okay, um, quick question for you. Um, I was actually in a staff meeting um, today, and we were just talking about politics and people's views, Democrats versus Republicans versus Independents. And one of my uh, colleagues said to me, and I don't have the information, honestly, to be able to back it up right now, but she got it from the New York Times or somewhere that was just saying that for um, people who are trying to show the opposing party's viewpoints, that the more that they try to express the the opposing party's viewpoints, the, the more the other side pushes away. So in other words, if I'm a Democrat trying to talk to a Republican, the more I try to show them, you know, uh, why I vote the way I do, et cetera, et cetera. It just continues to reinforce their beliefs. And so my question is for the two of you all, just in discussing this with people, Facebook, et cetera, do you feel that that has actually been true, that the more you try to show them your side of things, the further they push away? Yeah, you know, I'll, 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 yeah, I'll tackle it first. Um, and I'm, I'm originally independent, so, uh, but, so talking to people from both sides, Especially the Republicans, that was one thing, and I, I applaud Brian because he he's really been uh, not just a political but an Obama champion, and really just trying to uh, pull people pull pull that card and really make them stand on something. Uh, you know, you've seen it all through Facebook. Everyone can talk about their Facebook conversations they've had with uh, some Republicans, and just when you're constantly the, the whole time asking them why do you believe what you believe, or, or tell us something that Romney's going to do or, you know, something without mentioning Barack Obama, and constantly over and over and over again, it, it, it couldn't be done. Uh, so when you see people bringing up points about Barack Obama and bringing up uh, what he has done, uh, you know, or, or why Romney shouldn't be the choice, and you're constantly bombarded with personal attacks on Barack Obama. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the video that someone just put up about interviewing um, some Republicans from the Ohio rally. And, and uh, the, the reason people weren't voting for Obama was because of uh, he's Muslim, because he's um, he's not a Christian and Buddhist and this and that. It was just so crazy the stuff that they were um, saying. They thought was true as to why they weren't uh, voting for uh, Barack Obama. So the city board just was so uh, uh, adamant about not accepting any kind of opinion or, in this case, facts outside of what they already believe. I think you're very on point with that. Um, it's crazy to think that um, as a grown adult, you know, trying to be an informed uh, citizenship, that, that that citizenry, that that would be the case. But uh, people just don't want to be. And that's why I think it, it, this, was, this election was more about, it was more against Obama than for Romney, for a lot of Republicans, because they just didn't care about the facts. They just did not want to see, uh, dare I say, a black or, or a Democrat Barack Obama as the president. So the facts didn't matter anymore to them, and that's what, so they didn't want to hear anymore because they knew if you start telling them facts, they couldn't fight those. Yeah, and that, and I think I think that um, that 
that isn't that isn't um, unique to political debates. I think when you have someone mm-hmm. that has a strong belief in one thing, it's really tough to get them to move, you know, move to the other or to even see the other side. And as you, it, it, it's it's like, uh, you know, if you if you you can beat somebody in an argument, but you but you rarely uh, actually convert them to your to your side when you do that. And and even in you know Ryan talked about me on my Facebook page and calling folks out and all that kind of stuff. One thing that that I always kept in mind as I as I go toe to toe with these people that have these really staunch uh, beliefs is that you know I'm not necessarily trying to change their mind. What I always keep in mind is that there there could be somebody that's reading that post that has not made up their mind that might read it and and actually follow the logic and say you know what number 1 this guy is is you know he sounds like he's making sense and i can follow his logic number 2 he's not doing it in a disrespectful manner so if even if i don't have all the facts or even if i don't understand everything i trust this guy to to uh to give commentary, or I, tr- I trust that that he would lead me in in a positive direction, and you know I I think that I'm going to vote the way that he voted because it made more sense. So a lot of times those types of discussions aren't really for the um, aren't for the the person that that I'm necessarily debating with. It's for it's for that person that probably hasn't made up their mind um, that that I I think might be reading and and Facebook is cool because I, I I see it as your own little radio station and we really have influence, man. Over over thousands of people when we talk on Facebook, so it's it's a great tool, and I think it's changing the political landscape quite a bit. Yeah, make a good point. Um, I'm sorry, Janelle's still on the line. Uh, what, what do you think about it? Is that, you know, Janelle, are you still here? Yeah, I'm right here. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, I you know I don't know. We had a um, we had a huge discussion about it today. I think with politics, perhaps, because um, I think people can get extremely heated. Um, about that, and when they are set on certain things, for example, you know, we're dealing with, you know, pro-choice, you know, um, gay marriage, et cetera, et cetera. Sometimes they do not want to change their view, um, you know, at all. I think in other other realms, we're not so necessarily dealing with politics. I think we may have a better chance, but I do think that some of it is actually quite um, valid and quite true, especially as I see some of the things that have been uh, coming across uh, Brian's page on Facebook and what some people are saying, and et cetera. So that's it. Got you ready to go out there and fight somebody, right? That's with my man. Nobody's going to fight with my man. All right. Thanks, fellas. You're doing a great job. I'll cut you. Okay, you know what. That's funny. Yeah, well, you know, I think think, um, one one thing that I always think about is how people say, you know, you can't, discuss politics, religion, and abortion. You know, those are topics to, to, um, to stay away from because there isn't any common ground. And, and, and I believe that, you know, religion, and, or, well, not even as, as much as religion, but that's a whole other <laughs> story. But uh, abortion uh, is one of those topics that, that it's hard to find middle ground. But I, I don't think that politics should be in that, in that category. I think that, you know, mm-hmm. You should challenge ourselves and we should challenge other people to really think because if you really think and you you uh, educate yourselves on not just politics and, and policy but all the things that that those that policy impacts then you can make a decision so you know if, if you're if you're mad about uh, about the economy 
one thing that you should understand is economics and how economics works before you start, you know, start blaming anybody. You know, you should know how the government works and, and who makes who makes economic policy, who who drafts laws. You know, I, I, there's been too many times that I've take, taken that Schoolhouse Rock um, clip of uh, I'm just a bill sitting on Capitol Hill and put it on people's uh, pages who are blaming Obama about uh, about the the um, about different law, you know, tax laws or whatever, the economy or whatever it is. It's just that, you know, we have to understand these things. And, and sure, we want to hold people accountable. And I know presidents, it's not politically correct to say, hey, I don't really control that. But to an extent, you have to, you have to understand that presidents don't control all of that. And, and you, and one person isn't to blame. And if you're going to blame that one person, make sure that you're you're spreading some blame around to the other people who are part of the process that that hurt you, you know, just as much, if not more, than that one person. So, so it's 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 interesting. I, I hope I hope that that we can you know collectively decide that we're going to operate differently um, going forward. And just a, a real quick uh, real quick announcement. I just saw that Claire McCaskill. A Missouri senator who was a big-time Obama surrogate in 2008. Uh, she's been fighting for her political life, uh, so she hasn't been much of a surrogate this time around. But she just won her seat, and uh, Sherrod Brown in in um, in Ohio on MSNBC. They're they're projecting him as a winner, who's the Democratic senator as well. He's in a tough fight, so so it looks like uh, Democrats are holding the the Senate, and uh, and hopefully. The, the White House and um, Todd Akin, Akin uh, the um, Rakers. I forgot what he said now. Whatever that thing, whatever <laughs> he said about the, the dumb thing he said about rape. Um, right. He actually, I think he was, uh, he lost. Yeah, so that, he that, yeah. Claire McCaskill actually beat him. Oh, that's, yeah. oh, that's what she was running against. Okay. Yeah, cool, yeah. Cool. She, was, she was running against Todd Akin. Right, so cool. that and that's uh, that's Paul Ryan's boy. She she's running against him. And... <laughs> All right. <laughs> Cool. So, yeah, and, and right now, MSNBC has Obama at 162, Romney at 163. What is showing on CNN? Uh, you know what? I'm actually on MSNBC, so hold on. Okay. I don't know if I really should jump to Fox News. Okay, CNN has... I'm, 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 I'm going to go to Fox while you do that. Let's see. CNN has it 158, Romney 147, Obama. They haven't counted. Uh, California, Florida, Ohio... Washington, which we know should Washington oh, and, any of those. Yeah, Washington and California will go to um to Obama. And uh you know, we'll see about the other ones. Fox is showing one sixty three, one sixty three right now. That's what Fox is showing? Yeah. Okay. But, but you know Obama if Fox is showing one sixty three, one sixty three, that means Obama has to be up at least forty. <laughs> right, right. Square five. They just didn't say anything yet. Right, you exactly. Um, right now, Carl. Oh man, Carl Rowe, my favorite guy. Yeah, it's on mute. So I'll listen to all the talk as we get off air. So we got uh, what, eight more minutes, guys. If you still want to call in? You can six four six six five two two six four seven. Tell us about your day with the elections, what your thoughts, how things were on the ground with you, uh, or, you know, locally in your state, uh, your town, the elections as well. But um, <laughs> yeah, six four six. Six five two two six four seven is the number to the Ryan and Brian show for our very special uh, two year anniversary kickoff election coverage show. Man, four years from now, we might actually be out at one of the uh, 
victory parties reporting live from the show. So yeah, that, that would be great. I'll tell you what. Um, I just uh, on MSNBC, they're showing that Obama <clears throat> with eighty seven percent of the <clears throat> the districts reporting that Obama's up by one point. It's uh it's fifty nine percent to sixty percent. I think, or I'm sorry, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> However that works out. <laughs> uh, Obama's up by one by one, um, one point. One, one thing that I think is going to happen in Florida, I think that they're going to try to have to do some type of counting. Uh, right, it depends on the with that. So let's yeah. let's hope that that um that okay forty nine to fifty that's what it is so okay. so oh, on CNN they have Obama up forty nine or fifty percent to forty nine with about a hundred thousand under a hundred thousand votes oh there we go it's forty six thousand five hundred eighteen votes ahead of Romney so let's hope that he can pull this out without Florida because we know how crazy that's going to be with uh, with all the more. Depending on the number of votes, I think there might be an automatic uh, recount if it's right. a certain margin. Uh, exactly. They're still saying Ohio is too close to call with 56% in. Obama has 51%. Mitt Romney has 48%. That's Ohio. Right. Too close to call. That's less than 100,000 votes different between them right yeah. now. Hey, so we say, say your, your vote counts. And, and, oh, and I'd also like to report that, according to MSNBC, David Axelrod's um, Ron Jeremy mustache is uh, safe because he's carried Michigan. I don't know if you heard about him saying that if if, uh, if Obama lost Michigan, he'd cut his, uh, his yeah, he cut it, yeah. So uh, so that is not the case, thank goodness, because I, I think that um, that David Axelrod probably has no upper lip, but that's just a hunch. <laughs> if, if nothing else, it, it's stark white because it doesn't get any sun whatsoever. Let's see here. Exactly. Yes, Sherrod Brown. Okay, so they they have uh, Sherrod Brown is is on um, on Ohio. Uh, I mean on on CNN. Uh, so yeah, man, it's an exciting night. It's an exciting night. I don't know how much time we have left. Yeah, um, we got about five minutes, but you know what we're what we're going to do is after this, we'll just head to the, the Facebook group. Then we I can actually listen to some of the commentary as well. Right. right. We'll keep the conversation going in there. So if you're not already following us in Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com slash group slash Ryan and Brian. You go ahead and join our Facebook group. Uh, we'll get you in on the conversation. Uh, shout out to everybody in the group who uh, has been talking the whole night uh, in, the, in the thread about the um, the, the election. Uh, I'm not going to call you guys out on the air, but would love for some of y'all to call into the show. But uh, <laughs> yeah, everybody, wants, everybody wants to be shy, right? It's all good, you know. I, I right. we should give them a shout out for even being in the group, but we should use code names. So who we got? Most? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give them a shout out in the group. There you go. There you go. That, that's excellent. Well, man, I'll tell you what. I, I, um, you know, we have a lot of exciting things planned for the month of November. Um, we will have the Awi Awards coming up soon. Uh, right, so we're, right. we're getting ready for that. Uh, we're we're gearing up to the to the, uh, the the holiday mixers. I don't know, man. I think Michigan's kind of falling off, man. I don't know if we could do a mint mixer this year, but we're we're gonna uh, we'll definitely do a mixer, at least one mixer, possibly two mixers. And yeah, we'll uh, come on over here. Yeah, that'll yeah. be that'll be nice. Bring bring the kids, and we'll we'll come on. 
come on through. But um, but yeah, it, it's going to be an exciting month, man. I can't believe you know two years that quick. I I just told Janelle recently. I was like, man, it's our two year anniversary for the Ryan and Brian show. She was like, really? It's been that long? I said, yeah, it's been two recesses, and that, you know, that's the easy way to count it. It's the number of recesses that we have. So, um, so yeah, wow. it's it's definitely been a, a, a great uh, year number two, and, uh, you know, onward and upward for the Ryan and Brian show. Absolutely, man. It has been a pleasure. Looking forward to this month. Uh, we start to put some uh, things together. Uh, for for our anniversary, I'm sorry, we're looking at Virginia. They're showing the Virginia map right now. Um, they're doing it by county, so not sure who's going to win Virginia yet. Hopefully they pulled it out. But, um, yeah, man, but I'm looking forward to all the things we have lined up for November as well. Uh, for those who, who want to follow us after the show, you can listen to the replay at www.robrosshow.com. Follow us at Twitter, at Rob Show. Um, again, on our Facebook page is uh, facebook.com slash Rob Show. You can go ahead and join the fan page there as well. And, um, you know, it, it's been fun, man. It's been a pleasure uh, follow, following the uh, coverage with you tonight, man. So I'm looking excited, you know. Hope, we'll be talking real soon to find out who wins. All right, Obama 2012. Absolutely. Y'all be blessed. If you small right now, tell the dream killers you don't want to talk right now. Got a hard for a while, but it's all right now. Got a huff and buff and blow the walls right now. Don't aim for the block, aim for the stars. Neptune, Saturn, Uranus.